0: I got, I got that one. Um, I did some voiceover and stuff too. So. I know you did. You can. Look,
1: I think that was one of the things that I noticed. Besides your height, <laughs> I was like, "You play ball?" He was like, "No," and I was like, "Oh shit, there's a man with a voice like mine." <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Do you still do any of that?
0: Yeah, I did some. Uh, I haven't done it in a while. It, it's just it doesn't pay. It's not. It's com- it's super competitive. Uh, it's very competitive. You know, and, and I,
1: I think that. Um, Actors used to not do it, yeah. and now they all fuck. Everybody do it. does it yeah. because it's like oh uh, It's easy, is easy. Yeah. and then it's name recognition. Yep. You you'll will, you'll will remember Samuel L. Jackson. Well, maybe probably not. Though. Yeah, yeah. But you'll remember Samuel L. Jackson before I you remember my voice. Right, right. You know, oh for voice, sure. You know what I'm saying? Just because, even Samuel, if he wasn't on screen, exactly. Yeah, you yeah. Know what I'm saying. So, but now, now that he is, was like now you have it's him. My dad it's did a movie with him. <laughs> Damn. Uh, That's great movie. Great white hype. <laughs> hey, for real. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I remember watching that like my early teenage. It's terrible.
0: <laughs> it fucking terrible. This podcast is brought to you by the letter C, which stands for cannabis, but not Chris. That starts with a K. That's right. You are
1: listening to nothing other than. Conversations with Chris. Welcome everybody to another episode of Canisations with Chris, which is now your favorite podcast because I've been saying it. What we like to do on this show is highlight people in the cannabis industry here in Vermont soon to be going national, but I'll keep y'all updated. But on today's show, I have someone. I remember where I met you at. We was at Forbin's and He, I was introducing myself to everybody. It was a summertime event. Right. right. And we, I don't remember what we talked about, but I remember this ginormous gentleman walking past me, and he was—he said something to me. I said something to him. He complimented my voice, and I was already thinking, this man got a voice like me. (laughs) So we've been in connection a little bit. First place I seen you was in Cambridge Cannabis Company and I seen some chillums, and I was confused. I didn't know if they were what they were, but you know, inquisitive. I started doing a little investigation and find good, out good. who he was and whatnot, and today I have him on the show. So without further ado, we got the man himself, we probably did the coolest name I've ever heard in my life, J.B. Sugar, the owner of Vermont Ski Shop. Thank you so much, sir, for coming on the show. You bet. Hey, man. This man, everybody, when I used to go places, they were like, yo, just say something, and I'd say something. So I'm glad I got you on here to just talk, because with with our voices combined, this whole, they're going to go to sleep, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> we got a whole bunch of magical voices over here. Well, anyway, let's get into the show. Let's talk a little bit about you, JB. Can you tell us about who you are?
0: For sure, for sure. I've been up here in Vermont about eight years now. I'm, a, as I call myself, a recovering New Yorker. <laughs> yeah. uh, grew up down in New York City, was a longtime ad guy. Spent about 30 years in the ad business. Did everything from work at Hearst Magazines to then got into digital as quickly as I could. I ran tvguide.com. Oh, wow. I ran sportsillustrated.com, okay. people.com. And then I got into AOL, I, I ran MapQuest. And I also ran LiveNation.com. For oh, a that's while. crazy. So so yeah. some uh, I got exposure to some great brands. I got exposure at some great brands mm-hmm. and got to work with some really cool people and some really kind of not cool
1: people. <laughs> hey, they're <laughs> everywhere, aren't they? <laughs> right, right, right. Hey, I know you were telling me before that your pops had a magazine that I was very familiar with. In my younger life, I used to have some hands. You know what I'm saying? Yep, yep. So when I was growing up, that was one thing I was looking for was boxing magazines, and I found I found Ring. Right. And who was who was the owner of that? Oh, my
0: father, Bert Sugar, and Dave. Yo, Leuser.
1: that's crazy. I know the owner's son of a boxing <laughs> magazine. I probably cut out a lot of like boxing, just boxing stuff, because I really liked boxing when I was younger, so. Yeah. Hey, that's what's, uh, hey, cut from a magazine cloth, that's crazy. Right. You right. Been, and so as you, I mean, I told you, you could hear the voice, but you didn't do, did you do any voiceovers?
0: Uh, I've done a few, but not A few, bit. yeah.
1: Yeah, we was, people, people know who to go to for that stuff. Yeah, for sure. And it's not always me, yeah. but it should be. <laughs> <laughs> well. Your brand, I know you. Uh, I've been seeing your brand out here a lot. Well, so, uh, you have a unique approach to how your flower is lined up. So, can you speak a bit about Vermont Ski Shop?
0: For sure. So, Vermont but, Ski Shop, the whole can we, we? Can I indulge? Oh, for sure. Oh, okay. absolutely.
1: Let's go to the. Well, we gonna I'm going to smoke this one. Which one is this? That's the Black Diamond. The Black Diamond, yeah. What's on the back? What's it say? Uh, Kushcake.
0: Kushcake, yeah, right. Yeah, that's a Black Diamond. Right, right, Okay. I've got two. That's I'm asking because I've got two different cultivars out there. I've okay. Kushcake and garlic juice. Um, <laughs> so These names, man. <laughs> yeah, totally. <laughs> but Kushcake. Uh, so what I, what I came up with was uh, something that was going to be, to me, uniquely Vermont. And the way people could relate to it. And so I've got uh, a green, so I, I'm rating it based on trails. And okay. the trails are uh, green trail is kind of, I never want to call anybody a, a beginner. So I call it easy going. <laughs> easy going. Easy going. <laughs> but so it could be theoretically for beginners or, you know, frankly, a day smoke. And I'll, I'll tell people if you want to. Have a night out with the girls and be able to kind of communicate with the girls.
1: <laughs> have an re- evening that you'll remember. Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> the ma- perhaps green trails for you. Yeah. And they kind of step up from there, and, and so do the trails, frankly, on a ski mountain. Interestingly enough, those same trails on a ski mountain are also the same ratings for mountain biking, which is another sport up here, huh? obviously, that is drawing people. Not yeah. quite as many. But with the winter we're having, they might as well be hey, one. you, you know. might as well go about <laughs> That's crazy. Like, it's
1: just now getting snow on the ground. Right, right, <laughs> right. So,
0: and and the, the trails are almost kind of, <coughs> it's an overused word, but pre-curated. So, when you come in and you say, hey, I want something that's going to take me all the way there, then I've got the double black diamond. But if you just want kind of an easy smoke or a day smoke, yeah. then there's the green trail. So that, that's the rating system. I do have another one that's the off trail one. And oh, it's this... called Freestyle, which is more of a, a snowboarder's kind of a park where they have like jumps and railings and mm. things like that. Freestyle is going to be bumping around the 30% limit here. In okay. Vermont.
1: Okay. And uh,
0: I'm going to infuse it with Keefe. Mm. So, and those are coming out in a, a, a few weeks here. Hey, that sound that sound tasty. Yeah. Hey,
1: this is good. The kush cake. Yeah. Even though I've never skied a day of my I've I've uh cross country skied There you go. <laughs> and one time. And that was I was out of the game for like two days because I was I had to learn. Then I went and did it and it was part of the bodies that I've never oh, yeah. used before. Oh, and yeah. I'm a i am I play sports, I'm basketball, <laughs> I wrestle. But after I skied the cross country? Right, right. Oh man, I just laid in the bed for the next day. Like I'm like, I called in and was like nah, I'm not coming in today because I don't have no legs. (laughs) So, but for the approach of that, it's cool because a lot of people are trying, the industry itself is trying to get away from the sativa the Indica, the hybrids and things like that. Right. So I like, you know, like Foreland, they're doing the up, down, and center. Mm -hmm. And for yours, you got the Easy Trail, the Black Diamond. So all of those things are like kind of pulling away from that the, what we're trying to get away from. So right, right. hey, kudos to you for the for the black diamond and greens and stuff. Hey, that's really dope. Hey, I ain't never freestyle before, but I'm gonna have to check that out. <laughs> you know what I'm saying?
0: Believe me about freestyle. I just heard myself. <laughs> yes, <it's laughs> pretty darn
1: quickly. <laughs> hey, it's over as soon as it starts. <laughs> before it starts. <laughs> before. <laughs> well, another question I like to talk about is your relationship with cannabis. Like I know we talked a little bit about before, but can you go? Over that a little bit and how? what's your relationship? How has cannabis been an influence to get you here?
0: For sure. So I've been smoking for over 40 years at this point in my life. And um, I I think I told you earlier that when I first started, I didn't even know cannabis could be green. It, (laughs) It was all... What I think we refer to now as brown brick, whatever you yeah. want to call it. And that was all you could get. And if people ask you what kind of weed you had, it was like, it was the kind that came in a baggie. <laughs> kind <laughs> of, hopefully, it'll get you high. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> if you smoke enough of it. But, and so, but that being said, I, I continued it and always sought it out and used it, traveled with it. You know, was really thought I was really cool, kind of tuck it in the bottom of my suitcase, and yeah. or I go buy it somewhere. And so I, I kept the relationship with it that way. But then in my professional career, I, I got a chance to kind of take my marketing, digital marketing, and put it towards cannabis. And mm-hmm. that's what I've been doing for the last five years. Okay. Uh, so uh, I started out, uh, I did some consulting for High Times, helped them organize their okay their digital inventory, helped them organize their sponsorships, and sold a few. My real charge there was to sell non-cannabis sponsorships. Oh, really? Yeah,
1: Was it hard? I mean, that was super hard, because
0: there was not a lot of acceptance. Exactly, yeah, that's
1: all I was about to say. I mean, this was probably back even three, three years ago yeah selling a non-cannabis ad it was two, about eight years ago yeah see oh yeah you're really in the Stone Age then of this right yeah and
0: and so the the Dawn of the dead or what is that uh show the zombie show
1: dawn of the day day of the day or oh, I know what you're talking about
0: they had a stoner zombie
1: oh really <laughs> yeah and so I
0: put him on a he got on the front page of uh hightimes.com and Stuff like that.
1: Yo, that's crazy. And those air tags. Uh, the Walking Dead. The Walking the Dead. The Walking Dead. That's what it is.
0: Yeah. <laughs> the Walking yeah. Dead had a stoner zombie. Oh, so he got not... on the, the cover of uh, of hightimes.com. And then air tags. I mean, what was the sell? Oh. Hey, who forgets their stuff more than stoners? <laughs>
1: <laughs> hey, you can never remember nothing.
0: <laughs> Obviously playing into... Uh, <coughs>
1: You have to. You have to. That's dope.
0: Anyway, so then, and so what I've been doing is kind of now moved up to Vermont about eight years ago. Mm-hmm. I ran back and forth between here and New York City, but now actually I was working at home before it was cool. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> yeah, Now it's, it's a great thing. Yeah, yeah.
0: And I got rid of the New York City apartment and my wife and I bought a house up here in Burlington. We've been here about eight years and I've been doing digital marketing for cannabis. Uh, I've run Campaigns for over 78 dispensaries, about 10 different brands. Wow. And across the country, everywhere from California, Colorado, Washington, Oregon, Illinois, Michigan, Massachusetts, Maine, and here in Vermont. So,
1: Wow. He out here with it for real. <laughs> hey, man, I want to be like you when I grow up. <laughs> That's so up. do I. <laughs> That's what's up. Well, I know you grew up in New York. Right and <clears throat> new york is just now becoming legal mm-hmm. um for cannabis it's a mess it's a uh, you think so <laughs> i mean it has to be it i mean i feel like everything starting especially in the cannabis has to be some sort of organized chaos oh, you for know sure. what I'm that's a good uh, new new york is not no different. <laughs> Yeah. yeah yeah, yeah. Um, but you said that you've been smoking for over you know forty five years. Yep. So, what was it like getting cannabis back in the day? Like, how was how did you get cannabis?
0: Well, I my first real memories of buying it was other than like, hey, my friend's older brother kind of had a type thing. Yeah, yeah. My first real memory of buying it was at the Nassau Coliseum. I was at a Blue Oyster Cult and Rush concert. And I was in the bathroom trying to score, and we scored cannabis. And, you know, nobody called it cannabis at the time, by the way. It was pot, weed, grass. grass right? <laughs> right. And I still call it pot. Yeah. But I do remember that. But then when you wanted to go in into the city and get it, that's kind of what you did. I, I lived in the suburbs about 30 miles north. Mm-hmm. you take the train in. You, it was like this big adventure. And you're always a little scared because, like— you thought everybody was thinking you were going into buy pot when nobody gave a damn about
1: it nobody knew you didn't even know you were standing there yeah, exactly but so
0: we go down to Washington Square Park and you'd sit next you'd sit on a bench and you wait for a guy to sit next to you and go and hey you are looking for something and that's when a dime bag was actually a dime 10 bucks <laughs> and it was enough for a yeah. little while it was probably like 35 40 bucks an ounce if yeah. you bought a whole Oh ounce. wow yeah yeah and uh Forty bucks an ounce. Yeah, that's,
1: I mean it was was I mean it was you know you say brickweed right? Yeah, that so, yeah.
0: You would yeah. then, you'd hold a ten folded ten dollar bill on the bottom of a park bench. Guy'd sit next to you. He'd grab the ten dollar bill, the other part of it that was hanging out. You'd let go. He'd grab it, walk away, and something would fall on the ground. And that <laughs> something was what you were there for.
1: Hey, that's crazy. <laughs> you know, it's 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 weird now. Like us I can ask that question. Right. Like, how did you buy weed back in the day? Right. Because right. now we can tell those stories. Right. Like I couldn't eight years ago, I would I would never ask you that. Right. But like nobody would be brave enough to be like, Oh, this is how I get my weed. Right. You know? So it's just crazy how we've come so far in cannabis just to even talk about it and to go in a store and be like, Can I get this and I didn't like that last time. You have the choice, yep. not to like what you buy in weed. That's right. Like at one point in time, it was like you had to go get it. That's what it was. That's all you got. Right. This, this I got. You can either buy this one or I got this one. Right, pick. <laughs> like, you know what right. I'm saying? Now you got options. You got stores, and oh, it's crazy. Yeah,
0: you've got. You can start to develop brand preference. You can start yeah. to develop strain preference. Yep. You can start to develop. You know, I'm going to take a gummy at night. I have a little bit of back pain. I think this might be good for that. Imagine doing that 20 years ago.
1: No No way. There was no No way. way. (laughs) Right. That's great. Right. Hey, well, look, we've got to the part of the show where, hey, man, I want you to put this sticker on the table. I told you which sticker it was, but it's a story with it. And it's cool because, did I give it back? I mean, I know you brought multiple, but. To know what this sticker is, and to, you know, I'm not I'm not familiar myself with the artist, right. but I know. Actually, let's just let's just have you tell it. What's sure, this sure sticker? Sure. <laughs> so
0: so there's a guy named Tony Rionegro, and he did all the backstage passes for the Grateful Dead in the '80s and '90s. And if you look at my Instagram, I use him a lot. He doodles for me. <laughs> He's great. He's hilarious. He is. An Italian guy from Staten Island who's a crazy person. And, but he did the the backstage pass in the 80s and 90s. and when he did it, the artist owns the rights. So he actually, the sticker I've got is a little skier who has got a rainbow trail of colors behind him. And the rainbow trail of colors, by the way, it makes it an expensive sticker to print because it's not four-color <laughs> anymore. But it used to have the Grateful Dead symbol, which is a steely. They call it a steely, steal your face. It's the skull yeah. that you see. And because the artist owns the rights, he changed that up to my double black diamond. So I asked him to do it, and he said, sure. And that's what I've got. It's a cool little dude who's, yeah. I call him Shreddy.
1: Shreddy, <laughs> Shreddy the Skelly. <laughs> hey, that's dope. Well, I'm gonna ask you to put it anywhere on this table that sure. you see fit. I'll put it right there Boom. where it's uh... <laughs> That's cool. Gonna... I,
0: I gotta catch a nail on that, though. <laughs> hey,
1: yeah. What you, you the, the thing, yo, yeah, yeah. yo they're horrible. <laughs> yeah. They're great stickers. <laughs> I had somebody else come in a while back, and they were peeling, and because this show is edited, I had to delete the section out. Where they was doing the time, the five because, minute peeling, because they would they started <laughs> they was they start doing that and then we God, God, and I was like this is empty space yeah yeah so I gotta fill it and I just cut it out <laughs> but it's only because he couldn't get the sticker off the back. right right I, I'm kind of in the same boat here <laughs> definitely so we, the we same are, we'll cut back to it we'll go yeah, there we'll <laughs> we'll get it on the table <laughs> hey that's funny.
0: The, the other thing that I do is I, I try to work with dispensaries and, and brands and, and talk to them about even the basics of digital marketing. And I, I think that there's a lot that people could be doing better. For instance, I, I'll give you a, So I used to run uh, MapQuest, and MapQuest is all about location. Mm-hmm. Uh, location is extremely important. And uh, I think people don't realize that... They have to, while you can't really advertise on Google, there's tricks and turns that people are doing to do that, and they can shut it off at any time. Mm. Google, Facebook, Instagram, and, and all, all my friends out there in, in the Vermont community are on Instagram. It seems to be we, the way we communicate. It. People are actually trying to place orders with me on, <laughs> on it. So <laughs> it's, a, it's a little bizarre. Yes. But it, it's, so I'm in it, so I'm yeah. doing it. And, but what I think they'd, you know, I, I think they find out fast is that they get shut down a lot. And they get shut down a lot is Google and Facebook, Meta, are, who owns Instagram, they are federal contractors and it is federally illegal. So I don't know that they're ever really going to take advertising dollars from from our community. Yeah. That being said, you need to register your Google My Business account. That is free. They will let you do that. You're a business. You're a brick and mortar. You register it. Mm -hmm. And you can tell if somebody hasn't because you can see if when there's a little – there's the map box on a Google search page. Then you look over to the right and you can see like JB's Cannabis Shop. And you can see whether it'll say, do you own this business? That means somebody has not taken the time to register it. It is important that you do because that's going to help pull you up in search results.
1: Absolutely. The other
0: thing is I always tell people Bing. People kind of say, who the hell uses Bing? Bing is 17% of all searches. So it's the default on Dell. It's the default on certain Samsung devices. So, And it actually powers Yahoo search. So you need to register on Bing as well. And... I'll take 17% of billions of searches.
1: That's, that's okay.
0: Those are good numbers. Yeah yeah. So, so those are you know, those are just two little like things that I always advise people to do. They'll send you uh, Google used to send you a postcard to make sure you, you were physically there. And then you had to call in the code on the postcard.
1: Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, that's crazy. So, I never got there. I never knew that. Yeah,
0: yeah. So th- there's certain things like that. And and I see other people doing it out there. Instagram, it's not when you get there, if you're going to get shut down, but when. So I see people, you run dual accounts. Mm-hmm. And you try to get everybody to be into both. And then when one of them gets shut down, you just... you protest on one and try to fight it, and they'll usually turn you back on. But then you just go to your second account, your backup yeah. account. And what I, what I say to people is that when you say, and we do a lot of fresh drops and all that type of stuff, that is kind of the stuff they're going to shut down because you're showing stuff for sale, yeah. even though you're saying nothing's for sale here. Yeah. If you show like, hey, we had a philanthropic event where we dug a new trail or, or cleared a new trail for... Oh they love the them. Green Mountain Club <laughs> or that type of stuff yeah. uh, or that those things won't get shut down. Right. Uh, so, but it's still PR for you,
1: yeah, right? okay. So it's crazy because I've had I haven't had that many flags on my Instagram, right, but I've got a few. and I didn't realize that it was because maybe it was advertisement of cannabis. so now. That you're putting it in perspective, I do understand why. Right, like I got, I got that flag. I got that. Hey, you can't do that. You're, you're trying to sell something. I'm like, no, I'm not. I'm just saying it's here. But being there, that's the sale of. So
0: the other, the other thing about uh, Instagram is that it's got an algorithm. So if you're a super user and let's say you follow me or you follow Forbes or you follow Burn Gallery, and and they know that you're looking for that, they'll show it to you a lot, but. Really, let's say you have a thousand followers, and it only shows up in five to six percent of their feeds. Mm. So, so if you have a thousand, you're only going to get fifty or sixty views on that. Mm. They can always go to your page and see it if you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah. You can always search and go to a can of see, station, Conversation. Yeah. Am I saying it right? Conversation. Sorry, dude. <laughs> you had it right the first time.
1: <laughs> I do be breaking it down as can conversations, cannabis conversations, cut in half, beginning and end, put together. Right. Yeah. Right. right, 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 right. <laughs> but
0: it's only going to show up in fifty or sixty if you have a thousand. Yeah. So and then, in order for it to show up in more, you're going to have to pay for, to boost it. Mm. But you know what? They're not going to take your dollars because you're a cannabis. Exactly. So that's the catch-22 right there.
1: I've only been able to boost one post. They took uh, your money? Well, they, I think the post wasn't so much of cannabis. It was, I don't remember the post I tried, but one of the posts I tried was the terp water. Yeah. Uh, uh, the, right there. And I was trying to... Dusty's the, terp water. Dusty's terp water. And so I put it up, and I was like, let me try to boost it. And it was like, Denied, not yeah. approved. And yeah. I was, and I, it was said THC on it. There I was go. like, okay, I get it. I I, and
0: I've seen people that sometimes <clears> they <throat> scratch out, not on Dusty's, but on other things. Yeah. Scratch out the THC. Or scratch the... out
1: something. Yeah. Or put their finger over it yeah. or something. <laughs> so I might just have to run it back now that I'm finding out all the ins and outs to right. the, you know, to the, to what to do and what not to do. So. Yeah, I'm about to run in and run in and see if I can get that turf water. On, the, uh, Have you tried it? Yeah, I, yeah. That good, right? Yeah, I like it. Yeah, uh, he, uh, I like
0: it. He, he's done exactly what he wanted it to do. It's thirst quenching and get you there.
1: Get you where you need to be. Yeah. Quickly or dead. Those yep. other things. For sure. It's not an own... It's not a two-hour onset or, you know... Right. And it's more acceptable. I can stand there and drink a... A beverage before I could stand there and smoke a joint. Right. So it's more acceptable and it works. It's good. So, yeah.
0: And that that's what I, I do think that, uh, you know, frankly, as as kind of the next challenge and, you know, I talked a little bit about perhaps lounges, but like when you go to an adult party and I don't mean an adult party of people who are <laughs> from our community, yeah. but like mixed, let's say it's, you know, I guess some people would say I never really want to go to that party. But <laughs> yeah, let's say it's just a classic cocktail party yeah. in a suburban neighborhood mm-hmm. for all intents and purposes. I, I, I think that uh, social acceptability is like, you're still going to have to ask somebody, you mind if I go out back and smoke a joint and that type of thing? Yeah. And or I'm going to vape. I've been yelled at for vaping in a party and not in the middle of concerts, but not yelled at, but you know what I mean? Like, hey, please Yeah, there you go. Yeah. That's a better word. <laughs> and and, uh, and they're, like, they're like, well, you know, I, I don't want our kids to know. And I'm like, I know your kids actually smoke. So. <laughs> yeah. uh, that being said, you know, if you're sitting there with a beer, and somebody else has a glass of wine, and I have a glass of terp water or whatever yeah. it may be, tonic, uh, which I think it's got some great ones. And yeah, tonic has some flavors yeah, too. Yeah, some good stuff. And I, I think it's kind of the path to social acceptability. Yes. In different circles. <clears throat> and and to me, uh, that's what I, I I think that my focus is in this market, and every market should be is not just getting the people who are in the community in it and the current smokers. And it's not like I'm trying to convert anybody, but I'm trying to say, like, to me, cannabis is about fun. Absolutely. And I want everybody to have it, and I want everybody to enjoy it, and I want everybody to enjoy it in their own way and have their own relationship with it. But it's a good entry level, I think, to social acceptability if you've got it in a glass and you're just standing there.
1: And, and nobody has a reason to check your glass right you know and, and nobody's checking anybody else's glass it's kind of like the subway ride to New York City nobody' knows what you're doing because they're on their own mission correct and nobody cares what's in your glass because they have their own glass you know right so like nobody has a reason to so that's the social acceptance of it and I've seen people that don't drink really enjoy these right like and cannabis is a way to get you off that uh, drinking wagon, or you know, other uh, uh, drug wagons, or if you, how you ever want to say it. But Turp water, I mean, that's a pretty good product. It's simple. It has nothing to do. It's it's acceptable, right? You know, as all beverages, right? So,
0: and and look, you start we started touching a little bit on the market, and this is this is one of my beliefs in the market here in Vermont. Um, and, and through, as I, as I told you earlier, I've worked with about 78 different dispensaries. And what I, I look at the numbers a lot and what I see nationwide, not necessarily here yet, is that it's, I think it's 45% of everybody who walks through a dispensary is age 50 plus. So, really? So what I want to lean into, and then what I see is uh, as far as the shopping cart goes, when they're checking out, I can I, I, I've seen plenty of statistics on that. The number one m- most valuable shopping cart is women sixty five plus. Wow. average sixty eight dollars per transaction. Whoa! Pretty so right. So <laughs> I think in Vermont, we really and and here's the other thing that I like, the trajectory of the state. We are the oldest state in the union or one of them. And I think by 2030, which is fast approaching, yes,
1: basically tomorrow, 35
0: mm-hmm. percent of everybody in Vermont is going to be 65 or older.
1: So I'll be, I'll be close. <laughs> <laughs> Don't be, be lying. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> hey man, you ain't seen my hair. That's why I covered it. <laughs> you, you can't know, even see mine.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> hey, that's funny. Well, being being into the statistics of it, what do you think about like how the the way the industry is going in Vermont?
0: I love all the, you know, it's funny. I've had a lot of conversations. I've got craft cannabis on mine, even though it's it's a we're a smaller grow, we're tier three co packer. The guy is we're grown in living soil. We're grown using all organic inputs, although we're not allowed to say organic. because <laughs> that's a federal thing. But I, I think I'm going to pull that off and in my next iteration of packaging because there are a lot of super talented tier one growers and, and they're doing a great job. But, you know, I I, I think that what, what I think we need to do is talk to everybody else besides mm. ourselves, you know.
1: Communication.
0: Yeah. And we need to kind of pull them into the fold because it is these 65-year-olds, 60-year-olds, 50-year-olds, whatever it is, that... There's there a lot of them are empty nesters. A lot of them have income that is, I don't have to save for college. I Maybe I, I, I've got, you know, I'm not spending as much on my mortgage or, or, or whatever it may be. They've got a little more disposable income. And the disposable income combined with the, hey, maybe I've heard in, for health reasons, like I need it to sleep. I need it for my back. I need it for knee pain. Or you know what? I'm used to having two, gin, you know, I say gin and tonics, but nobody drinks this anymore. But two whiskeys a night—that's yeah. not so good for you. Maybe this is better for you. When and, and this will not only it's easier on you, your body. It's it's you know, there's no hangover. Yeah, so, exactly. So these things combined, I, I think that's where I'm aiming and comfortable aiming. Yeah, and and it's a little bit of the tourists. It's a little bit of the newbies, but frankly, the weed I've got in these single chairs and in these double black diamond chillums should be enough for any any person hey, who's flexing I smoked
1: black diamond yeah and I said on another show that I gauge my joints off of where yeah. I get soon as I like you know what I'm saying you smoke right. you get high and you put it out you know right I didn't you know that's a nice little nice little shooter right there yeah so even that black diamond. It's Pretty good, yeah. So, hey, right something on you, you and, I, something?
0: and I'm doing single chairs. Uh, single chairs, uh, they're my dog walkers yeah. because again, leaning into the, the ski. ski, and uh, it's enough for the ride up.
1: I, I never really realized how much cannabis and skiing went hand in hand. Well, like I said, because I don't ski, so I wouldn't know, right? But seeing and having ski friends and People will be telling me, oh, people smoke up there all the time. On, you, there's nothing for you to be on the chair and just catch a whiff of flower just passing oh, or whatever sure. all the time. So it makes sense. It just makes like you said, leaning into the fun of
0: it. And people call it, they, they've got names for it. I have one friend he calls it green waxing. Really? Uh, another, Another friend, a lot of uh, a more common term is a safety meeting.
1: So, Oh, that's a <laughs> oh, <laughs> safety meeting. Oh, my God, we used to have safety meetings at work. Got nothing, we to was, skiing, hey, <laughs> nothing to do with <laughs> skiing. Hey, nothing to do with skin. and nothing to do with safety. <laughs> but we were definitely meeting. Yeah, going for I a mean, walk around the block. Exactly. We got to have a safety meeting, make sure that everybody's calm, cool, everything's going well. <laughs> safety meeting. And I always safety meeting. Hey, when you hear safety meeting, okay, everybody, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> Who's in attendance? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> well, look, I'm going to move to the part of the show It's called Own Weed. You know, you've been smoking for uh, a few years, if you will, and I wanna like to find out how you like to smoke. So, first question is, what way do you like to consume?
0: I'm a, I'm a home, still a bong guy. Really? Yeah, yeah.
1: One of the big old bongs. Yeah, it's not, just... That's not so big anymore. Yes.
0: <laughs> we used to have one in, in college and... Damn, that thing can tip over a lot. It's nothing worse than bong water all <laughs> over oh the <my> floor. Oh god! <laughs>
1: so I remember at my first apartment living here in Vermont, I dumped bong water. I knocked it over. Bong water went like right under the table. Yeah. Oh my god! My living room stank for like it's, like it's hard two years. It was hard to get out. It, it smelled for a while. So I I do
0: that. I also, I do, I do like the drinks nowadays. I used to get them in Massachusetts. They were called high fives and it's just straight micronized THC. Uh, It's quick. Like you you said, they were cheap, but now I'm drinking tonic. I like dusty stuff as well. The um, Terp water. So I'll, I'll go buy those in the dispensary, and Yacht's got one. I don't want to do the sugared ones. Yacht's got one that's just kind of like a slight maple flavor. The so. maple
1: cream soda?
0: Yeah. Well, the maple cream's got sugar, and yeah. it's great. Yeah. Like, I'm not sure how many of those
1: I need. Yeah, I can't drink too many. <laughs> They're awfully tasty, but I can't oh, yeah, have yeah, yeah, four yeah. or five of these.
0: So so I I drink. I, I do edibles. Yeah. Um, Kind of do it. I don't dab. I do oil. I, Have I, you ever dabbed before? I've done a couple. You just, just not a fan of it.
1: Uh, it's just something I. I don't in, need to get into. Yeah, I, we're. I'm, I'm all like, for it, yeah, and,
0: and people want to do it. Go for it. Yeah,
1: exactly. But I feel like a lot of my generation and up. Yeah, it's more so of why do you need that? <laughs> like. When you've done it. It's 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 very intense. But there is a purpose for it and there is a there a side for that. Right. But if you're just generally consuming, why do you need to be that
0: high? Well, <laughs> here's my thing. I like to be at twenty thousand feet, get to twenty thousand feet and that's Cruise. My cruising out. Yeah, do. cruising. You know? That's it. That's me. I, I don't need to go forty five. I don't need to touch the stratosphere. I've been there before <laughs> and it's so I. I
1: was I was good. I don't <laughs> have to be up here.
0: <laughs> but you know, I, I I like to keep my feet grounded in reality for the most part. Yeah. Again, I do edibles. I, I ran into I think it's Vermont Essentials. He does the herbal essentials. He does the the leaves, the maple leaves,
1: the maple candies. Oh, they're great. They're great. Yeah. But you
0: know what, dude? Like, I, I had I had four of them one night. And first of all, I looked at it. I was like, that's a meal's worth of calories. I, <laughs> <laughs> and I then, made them my whole day in, in four pieces of <laughs> cake. And then I was like, oh, I got to sit down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <Exactly. laughs> Hey,
1: that's funny. We
0: got, we got, uh, so these chillums we've got, we were at Billy Strings at Essex Junction at the fairgrounds. And my wife actually tossed it right up on stage, got it at his feet, a chillum worth and i know because the guys who make the chillums they i, I told him the story i saw billy pick it up take a wink at, at us her yeah. and then the guys who make the chillums actually said he custom ordered those for his wedding not mine yeah just but he,
1: those he cut he custom ordered <laughs> Yo, that's crazy. so i was
0: like I'd like to think I had something to do
1: with it. Uh, you definitely it. had something to do
0: with it. <laughs> I don't know if I can make that claim, but hey, I'll hey, do it anyway. Hey.
1: <laughs> it was your it was the idea. How do we know that we would have had that idea if he wouldn't have did it? Yeah. So okay. hey, own that, baby. <laughs> That's all you <laughs> So, The uh
0: um yeah, so uh, I I kind of do a lot. Uh, I vape too. Yeah, vape.
1: He'll vape occasionally. Yeah. But when it's mainly you like to the bone.
0: That's, That's the preference, bone. just yeah. straight up smoking it. That's what's so.
1: Cools pot. it down a little, can figure yeah. it out. You know, yeah. I, oh, I like this strain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. So next question. What type of music do you like to listen to when you're on weed?
0: <laughs> you know, it's funny, because I, I like I like a lot. I, I think pot is one of those things that it makes kind of your experience of a lot of things better. And not only is I, I've got a I've got an Instagram account. It's called Things I Eat Well High, <laughs> yeah. so that's I, I that's my dual account for that. But I think I also have things I listen to well high, mm. and I am curating lists on Spotify that are strain specific. Okay, so I'm doing uh, hour long playlists. I'm trying to keep it in an hour where people. Theoretically, you could put the headphones on and ski down the hill to it. Yeah. But like, I've got a, I've got a black diamond. I've got a double black diamond. I've got a green trail. So, they're they're a little different. But if I'm listening, I like, I'm a jam band guy. I'm a bluegrass guy. I like alternate country, and then just kind of classic rock, and yeah. then a little reggae here and there too. Yeah. So
1: okay, so you got a little plethora of of sounds. Right, right, That's right. That's what's up. Right. So. What type of, I mean, I know you're a Vermont ski shop. Right. So um, another question is, what do you like to do when you're stoned? <laughs> Listen to music. <laughs> I, I'm a
0: big concert goer, so I I, I I, go to at least a couple concerts a month.
1: Oh, that's dope. Yeah. What's, so- what's one of the concert? I mean, I, it's Fish, of course, right? Not,
0: I'm not that big a fish. I'm more of a, I know, it's a, No, no, no. I mean... here. No, no, no. <laughs>
1: it's rare, I think, out of all my guests, which is almost, let's see, I think only three people have said that they're not fish fans. Yeah. So, I, I like them. I just... Yeah, yeah, it's not, not your... Not crazy. Yeah.
0: I, I'm more of a Grateful I was at the Grateful Dead's first concert at Madison Square Garden when I was 14. So I, I, I like I like them. I listen to a lot of blues, a lot of, so I'll, I'll do that type of stuff, go to shows when I'm yeah. high. I love to eat while well, no, I'm high. Everybody I mean, loves to eat. <laughs> <laughs> but it, I love, you know, like who doesn't love pizza? And
1: Well, that. hold on, before we get there, yeah, that's yeah. my next question, yeah, is yeah. I know you on Instagram, your yeah. things I like to eat when I'm high. Yeah. So what are some of your favorite things to eat? Besides when everything. Bes- <laughs> Let me open my eyes and depend on where I'm at, I'll eat it. (laughs)
0: Uh, I'm going to gravitate towards peanut butter almost every time. Really? Oh, yeah. Give me peanut butter. I'll I'll dip celery on it. I'll dip my goddamn finger in it. I'll (laughs) put a chocolate bar in it. (laughs) (laughs) I'll put it on crackers. I'll put it on toast. Yeah. Mm, And then uh, after that, like... I like popcorn, I like chips, just My snacks. Jesus,
1: what is going on with this popcorn? Yeah. I've had like everybody recently, so I'll call popcorn the devil's lettuce, the true devil's lettuce, <laughs> because you get them little, I call them popcorn shrapnels, they get down in your yeah. teeth, yeah, and you there for like days trying to get it yeah. out, and I'm like, I'll just stay away from popcorn, unless it's <laughs> kettle, unless it's kettle. Then you know, fresh kettle corn at the fair, yeah. That's when all the thing, all the bad stuff dropped to the bottom and all the good stuff. Oh, that's the only popcorn I like indulge in. But like popcorn, <laughs> oh my God, it's so scary to eat.
0: <laughs> I've never heard popcorn be scary. Popcorn
1: but... is so scary. It's so good and you don't even pay attention to oh, it. Yeah. And then all of a sudden it's like you get stabbed in the gum and you don't even know it until after the movie, the next morning. You're like and then Start! Oh my God, it's just too much.
0: I always love the the serving sizes when they say I'm on the thing. I'm like, who the hell are you talking to? Yo,
1: yo <laughs> You ever go to the movie? I'm like, who orders this much popcorn okay. and eats it? <laughs> <laughs> this is before when I was just eating popcorn, and I I went, I took my daughter to the movie. Yeah, and we took some food anyway. We yeah. were about to, you know what I'm saying? You know how you, you know you know those. Bring out food anyway. Fuck y'all. But then we bought, my daughter wanted popcorn. Yeah. And they was like, here are the sizes. And one of them, she was like, I want the big one. And yeah. so she got the big one and she was like five, six years old. And it was like to her face. Like she was just-, <laughs> just could see the movie. you could see, barely see the movie. <laughs> and she's just holding it. I mean, we're eating it too, but I'm like, she was like, "We got to take it home." I'm like, "Why do we need this much popcorn?" Yo, it's crazy. But you do. But you do. <laughs> and I, I
0: always get it with the Junior Mints of the thing. I, I'm a, I oh, love the Junior Mints. Okay, yeah. And you know, and and I'll, I'll turn this around and liken it to the dispensary. I always thought that the experience of uh of the dispensary when and and here in Vermont we're not doing it as much, but when you look down, it's the angle of your head, it's the excitement of when you walk into the movies and you're like you're at the movies and you're at the candy counter Mm. and that to me is the experience of dispensary that i like it is i'm looking down and i've got all these goodies to pick from yeah and i'm just like yeah and And i know i can go to target and get a goddamn thing of Junior (laughs) mints that's six times as big for half the price it's not the same i still want it hey it's not the same (laughs) i used to have my daughter she'd take my the junior mints away from me until the movie started
1: yeah, because they will be gone.
0: Oh, totally. By the time the credits roll I' Yo, out.
1: I'm, a, I'm an adult, <laughs> and it's, I have to buy like three snacks because one and a quarter of them are going to be gone by the time I see the beginning of the movie. For sure. Because I'm going to eat them while watching the ads. And yeah. It's, damn, boom, I ain't got nothing. <laughs> so kudos to your daughter for taking away. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> she's taking away. That's <laughs> kind of smart. No. <laughs> Oh honey, we gotta go and then you gotta go buy some more. Oh, for then sure. Then you're gonna, you know, miss the part of the movie. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Hey, <laughs> that's a smart young lady right there. <laughs> well, when you have time, what do you like to watch on TV? Um, so I'm a nerd, so
0: Jeopardy. Okay. <laughs> but you I'm, I'm, I'm I, look, <laughs> oh okay, it's
1: I never thought about it as a nerd. <laughs> but I grew up watching Jeopardy. I love it. This is Jeopardy. For sure. I even get my daughter to do it. Yeah. Like I start watching Jeopardy and yeah. she'll come in at seven, seven o'clock. It's always what it's been. Yeah. This it she started doing it. <laughs> like
0: I watch sports, I watch Jeopardy. I watch yeah. um I, I'm at one time worked with Stan Lee at Marvel Comics. Wow. So I um I, I love all the Marvel movies. Yeah. And I, I, I can I guess divorce myself from reality enough that like I know none of it's true so I'm just none of it bothers me. Yeah it is what it is. Oh that guy got he would have been every bone broken except no he just got there's no way you got thrown (laughs) through five buildings
1: and then stopped on the sixth one and was able to jump off and fight some more. (laughs) Yeah so I'm
0: and I, I do like the Star Wars ones and so uh, I've got Disney Plus, and they're they're smart enough to keep you going. On, yeah, they, there's a lot of yeah. I didn't know
1: how big the Star Wars yeah universe was until Disney Plus, when there's so much like like one character gets like a whole series. Arc. And, yeah, exactly. Right. So it's right. it's crazy. Right. Oh, so, that's dope. work with Stan Lee, though. Yeah. Yeah. Damn, that's crazy. Yeah. I He's, was,
0: He's fun. He's crazy.
1: Yeah. He has to be. Yeah. (laughs) To create superheroes.
0: (laughs) Like, I brought him on sales calls. It was fun.
1: Oh, that's crazy. (laughs) Dang. (laughs) Hey, y'all hear this? Y'all hear who I got over here? (laughs) He's dating owner. I know dudes is still, my uncle, well, he's passed, but my uncle had old ring magazines. Yeah. Like, old like fighters that were huge but I never knew nothing about, you know, never heard about them, so. Yo, Ring Magazine, hey, that's dope, man. JB, hey, can I call you Mr. JB Sugar? That sounds like a pimp name. (laughs) Hey, you gotta say it all like a tribe called Quest. Mr. (laughs) JB Sugar, hey, when you go into places, you should hire me to announce you coming in. That's right. Wherever you go, you could just be like, now entering the room. Mr. JB Sugar, <laughs> everybody be like, I don't know who he is, but I'm clapping. Yeah, man. All right. <laughs> I all just right. want a bottle of water. That's all. Close <laughs> this terp water. <laughs> that's as long as it's terp
0: water.
1: <laughs> well, JB Sugar, thank you so much for coming on. Greatly sure. appreciate your time and you coming on and kicking it with me. Uh, you do have an amazing view of you know what I'm saying, how you're approaching cannabis and. I think the main thing, I mean, there's so many things, but just getting away from the stigma of what Ignica, sativas, and stuff like that. Right. Getting away to the greens and the black diamonds, just a different way of interpreting it. Right, right. Yeah, that's awesome.
0: And it's, you know, it's all good stuff and it's all in there. And and I try to do clever marketing, good packaging. As I I told you before, these, I call it a hard pack. I'm an ex-smoker. So I used to love the the packing. Yeah, the, hey, you can. I, can still, little, I yeah. can, oh, yeah. can still yeah. hear it. Oh yeah. It never did anything. But. Yeah. <laughs> oh,
1: no. I, well, they used to. I remember we would pack them hard. Yeah. You'll yeah. get like this much of a gap sometimes, Yeah, man, that's yeah, yeah. a good pack on. Yeah. Yeah. So now, what did the pack do?
0: It was just a physical thing. You did to look cool, and it does look cool. It does.
1: Does <laughs> <laughs> it look cool as hell? It does. Hey, look- girl. Yeah, 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 I know what I'm doing. I know what I'm doing here. I know how to pack these squares. <laughs> Among yeah. things. you know what it is. <laughs> All right, man. Thank you for coming out again. Appreciate it. And I thank y'all for listening. Greatly appreciate y'all. Y'all follow me on Instagram, Cana Chris Podcast. Find out where I got that pre roll. Got some other things cooking. Y'all stay looking. So. Hey, man, I got some good news. I got some good news, man, but I can't tell y'all yet. Y'all just going to have to, oh, man, it's going to be crazy. I'll tell you when the show is over. <laughs> but, hey, you know what it is. Y'all stay blazing and stay amazing, and we out. All right,
0: that was fun. You
1: like it? Yeah. Hey, that's what's up. That's what's I'll
0: up. See if I can find this. I'll, I'll get my phone. You were talking about the introduction. I got uh, my wife and I got married about six years ago, mm-hmm. and I got uh, Michael Buffer to do our intro. Shut the front door. <laughs> yeah,
1: yo, that is great. <laughs> you got him to intro you. He didn't show up, but he recorded it. I mean, yeah. it's still the same. It's still his voice. So you
0: know when he gets in a ring, it's two million dollars.
1: You, I've always wondered he
0: how he gets two mils. I need to get there. Yeah.